how are my two favourite girls doing? Oh, Millie. Um, I'm doing just fine, actually. Um, and I just want to take this moment to thank you for asking. Do you know what? Uh, I'm really thankful for you thanking me. Um, thanks. Well, I think emotions are running high at this time. Um, and it's important to, you know, express what you're thankful for. Yeah, emotions are running high and um, funds are running low. So yeah. if anyone listening to this uh, wants to give me some money, um, uh, that would be great. How much are you looking for, ballpark? Uh, between twenty and £20,000. Between twenty and twenty grand. Okay. Um, yeah, I think so, you I should, mean anything really. I think you should go on Dragon's Den and apply for the money, like everyone else has to. Why? Why should there be special gift aid treatment for you? Give us a business idea, and maybe we'll invest. I don't think it's a business idea that necessitates going on Dragon's Den. I think what you're looking at is you need to take out a loan. It's more of a loan, yeah. Right, yeah, it's yeah. more of a loan. Oh, okay, yeah. I am alone and I need a loan. Because <laughs> I suppose your business idea is um, write songs and sort of perform, the, record them and perform them. So you're already in, sort in of return, doing that. Yeah, and in, in return for money. Yeah. Well, she has From, been doing that, Em, but she's not been doing that for a few months and it's looking unlikely that she'll be doing it um, for a few months more. So... In that respect, she's down on her luck. But I wanted to tell you guys that I have gone into business during lockdown as a loan shark. Cheers! Wonderful! (laughs) Yeah, so if you need any money, just let me know and I'll lend it to you. I imagine imagine your rates are very reasonable. Very reasonable. Um, and you know, it's a classic, it's just, a, it's like a bank. So I'll lend you the money. There is obviously interest. Um, and if you, you can't repay, um, we'll sort of seize, seize various things that belong to you. And if it goes on and on, we will claim your life. Right. <laughs> we will claim your life as collateral, you know? Yeah. God. Well, I tell you what, last night was the first night that Jessie slept in socks because I was so cold. Oh, I know. I nearly put the heating on and then I just said no and put a dressing gown on instead. I know. It's happened, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's over. And to be fair, I made the most of it while I could, but I still feel like, oh, I could have done this or that while it was still summer. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's gone. It's yeah. done. So it's basically Christmas now. Um, what has everyone been up to today? I got some vitamin D on my boat race. Did um, you indeed? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> nice use of boat race. For those of you not au fait with Cockney rhyming slang, boat race means face. Um, and by saying vitamin D, what I'm saying is I went in the sun. And when I say sun, I just mean I went outside. And I guess technically it was sunny because it was light, but it wasn't sunny. The sun was doing its job, but it was obscured by clouds. Okay? God, you're so scientific. I love it. Yeah, so I um, I went out to meet a friend, and we'd had a little stroll. Uh, my good friend Danny, who you guys know. Oh, Danny. Hi, Danny. Yeah, well, she's not here, but um, we had a nice stroll, and, you know, we just caught up in the way that old friends do. You know, yeah. the conversation flowed immediately. Um, again, the way it does with, <laughs> with good, true friends. Um, we got quite deep quite quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, we just sort of got into things and, um, you know, ended up having a huge fight, which, um, <laughs> which, which, 
It's culminated in her her pushing me into the canal. But do you know what? <laughs> I deserved it, so it's fine. Um, no, we didn't have oh. a fight. We 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 had a pint actually, and um, and then I thought, oh shit, I've got to um, speak to my sisters. So mm. I left her there. Wow. Yeah, I'm sort of at the point where I don't really know when you say, you know, what you've been up to, how's it going? I don't really know what information to share anymore. Like I know. Do I do I share the the interesting things like, oh, I I went to this place and did that and I met up with this person, or do I share just the mundane of like I got some tomatoes off the plant today and took the bins out? Um, I mean, I, I I would say for the sake of this, uh, not the mundane and more yeah. of the interesting things. Okay, on on okay. behalf of everyone you know, I'm going to say don't don't talk about the mundane. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I don't care. So how can we expect anyone else to care? Yeah, right. Well, I would you say can't hate is... me any more than I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a word in edgewise here? Um, why do Americans say edgewise? Uh, I don't know. What, like, what does that mean? No offense, no offense, Americans, but it. I, I don't. I don't like it. Isn't it? It's it's edgeways, or it should be edgeways. But even edgeways, shouldn't it be sideways? It's just di- different ways of saying things, and some of them, some of them, some of them sit well, and some of them don't. And there's not much. There's not much that can be done about it. You're this. sitting firmly on the fence on that one, Jess. Very nicely. Done. Well, I'm just thinking that we've got a lot of American, we've got a lot of American fans. Potentially, you know, millions of Americans are listening to this podcast, and at the moment, you know, there's <laughs> lots, there's lots going on in that country that's real, you know, that's bigger than this podcast, believe it or not. What? And I just don't want to, I don't want to bring them down further by being like, you say things differently than us, and we've got a problem with that because I just don't want them to, you know, stop coming to our shows. Our metaphorical shows. You need to stop being so scared, Jess. You need to realise that nothing matters. Yeah. No, I just think save it for the shows. You know, I don't like talking behind people's backs. I'm going to say it on stage to them and then see the reaction. (laughs) Um, Guys, I've been watching a show on Netflix called Selling Sunset. Oh, I I don't know how you can get through more than three episodes. I burnt through the whole thing really quickly. Fucking hell. There's three series. You you watched you've watched three series of this. You only started it this week. How many hours of TV do you watch a day? We haven't got kids, mate. Don't have a kid. Don't have a job. Twenty four episodes I have watched. Twenty four episodes I have watched. <laughs> yeah, don't have a kid. Don't have a job. Don't judge me, actually, mate. Don't have a cow, man. I will judge you because I think that that program is the equivalent. Like it will rot your brain. It's so stressful to watch even, like, two minutes of it. It's just so horrible. Yeah. But um, they have one of the people... Well, this is kind of a recurring theme in lots of those kind of shows. There's always one character who's like, I just say it how it is, you know. (laughs) I don't talk behind people's backs. If I've got a problem with somebody, I say it to their face. Um, and lo and behold, those kind of people usually attract trouble wherever they go. <laughs> yeah, it's weird a lot that, of the isn't time, it? Um, there are things that should be kept to oneself. But yeah, in that spirit, I suppose, talking about um, trashing the way Americans speak, um, I'm going to be like her and I'm going to say to your face. Didn't you meet someone, Emily, when you were working at La Senza? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who had a similar attitude? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. 
Hold on a second. Sorry, Mike, what was that? Look how much egg is on my face. Okay, Mike's just brought Maggie in here and she's literally got egg all over her face. <laughs> wow. Egg on your face. Egg on your face. She's your covered shit. in egg. She's just, she's just had her first soldiers with a dippy egg, haven't you? Oh, oh she's so little cute goblin. And she ate the lot. Nice little goblin. Get out. <laughs> yeah, when I when I was working at La Senza, when I was, oh, God, I don't know, I'm going to say 20-something. I used to love La Senza. Yeah, it was so exciting. Do you remember when it first came on, came on the scene? And yeah, and you'd buy stuff and they'd put it in a box and they'd put, like, those kind of oil balls those, in there with those it. Those scented beans. Yeah, the smelly they, things. They wrap it in tissue oh. paper and then they'll put it in a paper bag. And that was at the time when really no nowhere gave you paper bags and it made you feel like you just bought something designer and that you were Cher from Clueless living a champagne lifestyle on a lemonade budget. That is exactly, exactly how I felt and you've just hit the fucking nail on the head. Yeah. It's amazing. Whereas the reality was I was 14 and I was buying a Little Miss Naughty thong for £5. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Awful. Okay. Awful. I think I think I ended up getting your little little Miss Naughty bra after you'd finished with it, and it was very bobbly. <laughs> Remember, it was it was purple satin, so it was very sexy for a fourteen-year-old. Oh um, dear! So strange, isn't it? Yeah. So odd, and you see like children going to Victoria's Secret, trying on shit. Girls oh. are so stupid, aren't we? Well, the world we get sucked into. It's just bullshit. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um, anyway, so what happened? Someone kicked off at Lucenza? No, no, no. No one kicked off. But on my first day, I was being introduced to the other staff members who were all younger than me. They were all... So it seemed sort of entry-level, like 16 or something. Um, mm-hmm. And this... So it was a weird thing where, like, I was the new girl, but I was significantly older than anyone else there. And I think I had a degree. Mm. I think this was after uni. So there was... a I think I had a bit of a, huh, I'm kind of too good to be working here um, thing going on in my head, but was trying very much to just suck it up and, like, deal with what was going on. But anyway, mm. this girl sort of said, all right, my name's whatever. Um, just so you know, if I don't like you, you'll know about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like... <laughs> I just hadn't really been spoken to like that since um, since sort of secondary school, you know. That like, is that's such just an me, ag- you know. Ag- Lucky for you, you seem all right an- at the moment. But if that changes, I will I will not be hiding it from you. That's how I am. You you'll know where you stand. And if I don't like you, believe me, I'm going to make that known. He was like, right. This is such a strange introduction. I've just been sort of hanging out with, I guess almost adults for a while and now I'm dealing with a, a sort of a stroppy child who is my superior in a work environment and it was just very oh my god! but it's god. a funny thing it's a funny thing isn't it because I would also associate that with age because it seems like kind of an immature way to be yeah. but on these tv shows I mean like the real housewives of wherever it is mm. 
it's all like that and they're all however old you know they're grown-ups with with families I mean they're kind of cracking on aren't they a lot of them now are they like 50 50 or or so and it's these kind of you know I just say it to your face and and their whole lives are focused around talking about each other calling each other out on stuff at public events and just drama. <laughs> and you just think, how can you be so... Your nerves must be shot because you're, you're crying all the time. You're always arguing. You're always having these confrontational, like, we're going to meet up for lunch and talk about this. Not to mention the fact there's a camera crew there. But some mm. people are like that. And I think it's more of a personality type than actually anything to do with age. Okay, but I think there's always been people like that. But I think that in in... IRL in real life before reality TV those people were sort of um they'd get their comeuppance they'd run into trouble maybe more with with more dire consequences than nowadays nowadays I find because those people make for such explosive drama they are ripe for reality TV shows and things like that and because they're so yeah and because then they're so present on shows like that it sort of told society that those people are desire like that's a desirable personality trait to have and it's sort of now been encouraged at like like at least allowed and accepted and basically encouraged rather than um yeah. yeah before that it would be like well don't say that to someone's face that's awful and rude yeah and, and no one will definitely. like you and also I I think I think the fact that people are so influenced <clears throat> like horribly influenced by pop culture and tv and all that sort of shit mm. that I think that they can't draw the line between what is entertainment and what is real life so they see that thing which makes for like very entertaining tv um and then those people are like talked about and like oh my god isn't she the best or isn't he the best yeah or aren't they the best or something and then they become kind of like fabulous and memeable and then suddenly you think those people think they're fabulous because they're assholes the words yes queen are being thrown out there to someone just being a twat but yeah it's that thing of using the idea of being honest as a way to excuse uh, offending people, being confrontational, argumentative and rude mm. under the guise of honesty and I'm just saying it how it is and then therefore implying that anyone who isn't like that is fake. Anyone who's not confrontational <laughs> or offensive or argumentative, they're just fake and it's like, no, there's a, there's a huge spectrum of ways to be yeah. and you don't have to be like that. You can be yeah. very, very honest whilst being good man <laughs> and like a, a decent person. Tell you what's interesting. I was watching one the other day. I actually can't remember what it was, if it was the, that selling sunset or something else. And they were having some kind of dispute slash disagreement, maybe argument. And I think it was two women. And one said to the other, don't raise your voice at me. And the other one wasn't raising her voice. She was just saying mm. horrible things, but in a normal voice. She wasn't shouting. And I realised I've had that in arguments before. Yeah. When I've been saying something in an impassioned way where I'm trying to tell someone how I feel or more likely what they've done wrong. Mm-hmm. And they go, don't shout at me. And it's like, I'm not shouting, you fucking idiot. I'm just telling, yeah. I'm, I'm showing you rage. I'm yeah. not shouting, I'm not raising my voice. I can show you what it's like if I do raise my voice and you'll be terrified. And it's not this. 
<laughs> like Galadriel in fucking Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate that. They're not telling the difference between shouting and just like, it's like an alarm goes off in someone's head. Someone's angry at me. Someone's saying something in an impassioned way. And that to them is shouting. And it's like, it's yeah. not. Shouting is to do the volume, the volume of your voice. And, yeah, um, and it's like, and then it's like, I'm not going to sit here and be shouted at. I can't take you seriously when you're in one of these moods. It's like, I'm literally talking to you and telling you that you're an arsehole. I'm not shouting and then, at you. And then the fight becomes not about what it was about. It becomes about shouting or becomes mm. about the fact that you said fuck or fuck off or fuck off, you fucking fuck. When all I'm trying or to do is very quietly and calmly explain to you that you're a fucking arsehole. <laughs> I know. And then, lo and behold, they get what they want because you shout at them. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, see? And it's like, but I wasn't. Which is why they... I always now record every single conversation that I have with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got it as leverage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's like the earliest form of, uh, I don't know. It's not quite like gaslighting, not really, but just like the ultimate misdirection mm. of like, I'm uncomfortable with this. I'm pretty sure the other person's right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get out of having to confront or own up to anything by making it about something else. And then the other person can apologize. It's just, oh. Especially with women, when they get angry, it's like you're being hysterical now. And it's like, do you know what hysterical is? Like, do you know what, well, firstly, it's a term used to describe women who were angry because they didn't know yeah. what to fucking say. <laughs> they're hysterical. It's like, well, they can't breathe because they're wearing corsets. Um, and so they do literally pass out and go fucking mad. But, mm. um, but yeah, like, oh, calm down, you're hysterical. I'm not. I'm just a woman who is angry or upset. Yeah, who is saying Whereas, something. Whereas, like, if it's male rage, that's kind of respected and feared. Whereas female mm. rage is, like, ridiculed. And it's like, oh, you're so stupid, I can't take anything you're saying seriously when you're like that. It's nothing new. Do you know what, though? It's nothing new, is it? But um, No. No, but, no. But it is still mind-blowing to me that there are words that are only ever levelled at women. Like, hysterical. You would never, ever hear a man being referred to as being hysterical, would you? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. That's that's no. crazy. Do you want me to leave you with a film quote? Oh yeah, go on. Okay, I've got a couple actually um, from a, from the same genre. So shall I hit you with? Oh, okay, I'll just do them. Okay, the first one is if. Oh, if. <gasps> Hercules. No. Oh. No, it's Cinderella. Thank you. Cinderella, the ugly sisters. <gasps> yes. Yes, yes, yes. The yes, stepmother yes. says she can she can, Cinderella can go to the ball if she finishes the washes, uh, the washing and the dishes and the this and the, uh, and the and then the stepsisters say, "Oh, but mother, you can you said she could go to the ball." And she says, "I mother. said if." And they go, "Oh. <laughs> if." Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um guys i really have to go okay see you later i'm gonna be late um should we say goodbye so that so the listeners know that we're finishing the phone call yes yes let's okay okay lads i love you both have a nice night i love you, you both bye darlings love you bye, bye. bye.
Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.